This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. Good to go, Eddie. I get the thumbs up. So that means we've started. Al, what's up? Good morning, Jerry. A couple quick things here. One, I saw some industry news, and I thought you might find this Ooh, interesting. Oh, I like industry news. Who's getting paid a fortune on some platform no one's heard of? Actually, it's not that kind of industry news, oh, okay. which is really normally what we see. Yes. This involves a uh, sports station in Boston that is not uh, Odyssey. It's okay. uh, the competitor, uh, Toucher and Rich. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're on The Hub in Boston. I saw this headline. I didn't read the story. I know what you're talking about. All right. So uh, they're owned by Beasley Broadcasting now. And they had some layoffs. Even though that radio station is a very successful money-making radio station, they they, uh, had some layoffs, cutbacks. One of them was a producer for the morning show, Toucher and Rich. So one of the guys, now I, I forgot to write down which one, whether it was Fred Toucher or Rich brought the uh, producer back on and he's paying him himself out, love of, that. out of his pocket. Love that. With a cost of living increase. I think that's great. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah. And you and I have talked about this. Yeah. If we ever, if we ever did this show for real mm-hmm. and uh, not that this isn't real, but you know what I mean? And we were paid like that and there was something we needed. Yeah. I would do that too. Yeah. Hundred percent. I think that's great. I know it's weird. I, I'm surprised more things like that don't happen. Maybe and I they know, do, and it's not really publicized. Maybe I don't know. I also think some of the, like Howard Stern, for example. I don't know about his staff, but about like equipment and sort of things. He used to always yell that the that the station wouldn't get him a laptop right. or wouldn't get. And I was like, you're making millions of dollars. Go get a laptop. Go buy your own stupid $600 laptop. Even though, right, even though is it really on the radio station to provide you with a laptop in order for you to do your job? Sure. But why have that headache and angst on yourself? Here's why. 
because they can. Because they can what? And it's something to complain about. Oh, for on the air. I really believe that. Because in a lot of cases, when you look at normal salaried people like myself, um, I spend a lot of money out of pocket to help me do a better job. Like I bought, for instance, like do I think it is Compass Media's responsibility? Um, Do I think it's uh, Rutgers' responsibility? Mm, I'm not going to say this place because we're here. That I should have like a tablet at games so that I have, you know, updated stats and like I would think part yeah. I mean there's plenty of basketball games where we go there and the stat monitor's not working and I'm not gonna complain about it. It happens. So I make sure I have my own just in case. I have a backup one. Now if I was making a gazillion dollars, I could throw a hissy fit. How am I supposed to do my job? What is this? I should be treated better. And I'm that's what you're really talking yeah, about. Yeah. And now it's material to rail against the company also. It's like twofold. Right. And then guess what happens? He gets his computer and he's still going to kill the company because it took him too long to get him the computer. Right. That's true. Yeah. I've always like, if something's going to help me do my job better, Just go get it. I will get it because it makes my life easier. Absolutely. No question. Especially if you can afford it. Right. Yeah. If it's not something crazy. Right. Like but- when we were, when we were doing the broadcast from homes and we had that piece of equipment that made us be able to internet wise get back to the station and it sounds crystal clear oh, the comrex yeah the comrex yeah. boxes yeah. now i believe mine came from cbs sports network right the television but i was thinking too i was like oh uh well this would be cool to have maybe i can maybe i should get one for myself mm-hmm. i looked they were like four grand right that that's, i'm not doing that's cost prohibitive right but, but if it was four hundred dollars you might have done it, it. right but absolutely i agree it makes life easier. Yeah. And if you didn't feel well, you can still work. If you gave back the other one, there's no doubt. And what's interesting, though, only one of the hosts supposedly is paying the producer. Maybe he's making more money. Maybe either, or maybe the other guy has more responsibility. I was going to say, the other guy's paying for college. I mean, right. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Everybody's life is so different. You can't just judge it blindly. Right. But I think that is a phenomenal gesture. Me too. And I love that. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Are you... You remember, remember we had the, con- I mean, I couldn't do it. Remember we had the conversation when the tape op was taken away from me. Like, yeah. Maybe I'll just pay, like, can I hire one? Yeah. Remember we talked about that briefly and I'm like, yeah, I can't afford to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I used to think the same thing about, like, I'd get so annoyed screening the calls. I'm like, maybe I hire, like, a, a call screener, a young uh, whippersnapper who wants to get involved yeah. in radio, screen phone calls. Like, I legit thought, I want to say, I said this to Kim, we were having drinks one night. We were at a restaurant down in um, Rumson. The hell's it called? Um, Char. God darn it! I can't think of in the name Rumson. of the place. It's right off the water. That's a bougie area. Of it New is, no, yeah. and, the, and the restaurant. Oh, yeah. And the restaurant's really nice. I can't think of the name. Whatever. Um, Salt Grill, Salt Creek Grill, Salt Creek Grill. I yeah, think it's Salt called. Creek Grill. So we were having whatever. We were down there. We were waiting for friends. So we were having drinks at the bar, and I was complaining for real about just not having someone in the newsroom. And I remember telling her like, I don't, I don't do my job the way I used to, and it's you know whatever, blah blah blah. I remember saying to her, I'm like, you think it's nuts? And this was after a couple of tequilas in. Like, do you think this station would allow me, now that we have all this capability of working from home, could I pay someone for two hours of work from 3 to 5 a.m. to get up, cut some sound, and just email all the clips in? Like, they're not going to pay for that, right? And she's like, are you nuts? I'm like, all right, well, what do you think I could pay them? She goes, nothing. Right. She goes, we're paying tuition. you got college. You're going to give someone... A hundred bucks a day? Where are you getting that from? Right. I'm like, I right, could point. All right. 
I thought that was a good idea. And then I'm like, why is it got to be 100 bucks a day? I'm like, why not $20 an hour, 40 bucks? She goes, who's waking up at 2.30 in the morning for $40? A young go-getter, right. Jerry. A young Maybe. Al Dukes would have done it. A young Jerry Recco would have done it. I might have done it for free just to put it on my resume. Yes. But, and then I'm thinking, yeah, you know what? There's problems there because they're, they're not really hired. And what if right. they find out? I'm like, yeah. yeah exactly. But it's not a bad idea. It's actually a good idea. Yeah, that's funny now. Like, it's funny. Like, this producer now comes back into work and he sees all the management. Although it wasn't management's idea to get no, rid of them. It he doesn't work owner. for them. It was the ownership. Right. He, his boss is sitting in that chair now. Yeah. Right, right, right. Legit. I wonder what the insurance issues are there. Yeah, that's a good question. Because, and this is a long shot, but if he ever plugged in a headphone and got, not electric, but like an electric shock or something and lost feeling in his hand. You know, the chances of that are no. Anything could fall in the hallway. Correct. It is said. I wonder how that works. I mean, theoretically, you could say that about anybody that walks in here. Right. But he is going to be an employee of your host. So who's responsible for him? I don't know. I would feel like it'd be like, let's say Boomer, Boomer's assistant over at the Boomer Sison Foundation. Originally, when, when Boomer started here in yeah. 2007... We were going to have at WFAN when we were in Queens an office for her. Mm. She never ended up working out of an office in Queens, but that would have been a similar thing, right? Yeah. I'm sure Imus used to have people that he... Yeah, did he Imus had, have somebody that was a, a personal... Imus show was different, though. Imus paid his employee. He, Imus paid the staff. Oh, okay. I do not believe Charles, Bernie, God rest his soul, um, and then Rob and Larry Kenny... And then his assistant, I don't think any of them got paid by the radio station. I believe they were IMIS employees. I believe that's the way Stern does it at Sirius XM. Okay. I think, or at least the the show's budget, mm-hmm. like we always hear like $100 million a yeah. year or to whatever it is. Supposedly that includes everything. the budget. Like, yeah, like you divvy up now that producers, writers. You take your 50 and then divvy up the other 50 <laughs> to the other 100 people. Right. Yeah. So, And I... I I'm almost certain Lou was a station employee. The news writer was a station employee. And I, I think that's it. I think everybody else was IMIS employees. Interesting. Yeah. Kind of cool. We got to start hiring people, Jerry. We well, got a whole network out there. I was talking to my, my buddy EJ. He's the guy I run the cornhole with that Boomer wants to buy out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he works for a big construction company in New Jersey. And we were just talking about, you know, how the owner has land and projects going and all that. And like, how many people does he employ? He goes, yeah, upwards of, you know, high 300s, close to 400 oh people. I'm like, that's got to be, A, the responsibility is nuts, but kind of cool that you're in charge of a, not in charge, that you started a company that has grown to where you've got 400 people working for you. Yes. That's awesome. That is awesome. I mean, talk about a success story. It's pretty neat. Absolutely. Yeah, not bad. Uh, you reminded me this morning off the air, you were telling me about a uh, shipping issue you were having, and it oh, reminded me, yes. I don't know if you want to share that. Well, it's not an issue. It's So I had a couple, a very nice fella bought eight calendars, which is great. I mean, tremendous. So the way I shipped them, um, I can put two in an envelope, no problem, and it's pretty cost effective. You know, I I think it, I think the Shopify it's like an automated thing. The Shopify charges like four something for shipping. Now, when you sell one calendar, it's only like two fifty. But there are other expenses like driving to the post office, the envelope itself. I mean, there are different expenses. Um, the the fees that Shopify takes. 
So while you see 250, it's probably it's not the four inch chain. It's probably like 380, 390, maybe even closer to four bucks. So yeah, you're making like an extra 50 cents on shipping. But when you do two, all that involved, it's exactly what it should be. No problem. So it's like three, it comes out like four something. Well, I went to send the eight. I'm like, let me make sure I put it in one box so that I get a nice tracking number for him. He bought eight of them for God's sakes. He spent a hundred and something dollars. And the shipping, when you put them in one package, came out to $26.77 or something. When I could have sent four packs of two, that would have cost me $16. So I lost nine. I said to the guy, how does that make sense? He goes, yeah, no, it doesn't. He goes, cashier, check, or debit card. I'm like, okay, (laughs) debit card. It's just goofy to me the way the shipping is. But I also didn't want to send the guy four envelopes. like Right. So I, that it wasn't an issue. It's just I don't. That's that's dumb. That is dumb. But whatever. I had this thing. So I, you know, I'm into my Bobby approved yeah. stuff and eating right. Uh, so I was like, mm, you know what? I need a water filtration system for okay. the house. But I was going to get a table, a, a, a countertop. So one. funny. You were getting a water water filtration system. I turn the uh, sink on and just drink right out of the sink. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know I shouldn't, but I do. I have the Brita. They're like, oh, those are no good anymore. You got to get those the aren't good. Either I don't anymore? know. I guess this, these other these reverse osmosis things are like whatever. Okay. But I bought into it. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get me one of these. All right. So I order one. Clearly, it wasn't four thousand dollars. It was more of the four hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, it was four fifty. It was a lot. Was it really? Yeah. Okay. But I was like, you know what? I'm gonna this and having this on my counter, I'll drink more water and da da da. So I get this. AquaTrue is the company that makes it. It was a, one of Bobby's suggestions. Had He just suggested like two things. This was one of them. I like the look of it. So I get the thing, and it's gigantic. And I have very small counter space because right. I'm in a condo. Not only is it gigantic, but in the paperwork it said, don't keep it in direct sunlight because algae can grow the sun into the water. Of course. there's It has to be in direct sunlight. Where, because where, where I put your apartment it, is? Or right next to the stove, which it doesn't want. Okay, so now I have nowhere to put it. Then I was like, Ugh. I'm like, you know what? This was expensive. I, 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 I don't want this. But when it was delivered, it was delivered on one of the days where it downpoured rain. So the box I oh, got it in, no, the box I got it in, Jerry was so useless. Yeah. So I did. I threw the box out when I opened it and put it on the counter. So I was like, hmm. Not only that, as part of the purchase, I had to pay. $25 shipping. Sure. So I go, huh. So I write to the company. I said, hey, this just doesn't work for where I need to put it. They go, okay, yeah, you could send it back. This is the address. Use whatever carrier you want. But it's on me. Right. You okay. have to pay to ship it back. So now I'm already in my head. is like, okay, I already paid $25 to get it. So I expect I'll probably have to pay $25 yeah. to send it back. I'd say 40 or 50 But in my head, I'm like, you know what? Still, this is a losing proposition. But otherwise, I know I'm going to use this. Then three months, it's going to be down in my basement. Right. So I go, okay. I go, I see on the line, the UPS store says, let us package this up for yes. you. Let us package this up, put box it up, and we'll send it out for you. I was like, oh, check that out. So I go to the UPS. I go, I would like to send this. The guy looks at it. I have no box. He goes, oh, he goes, this is going to be expensive. I'm like, yeah, well, 
well, what is it? He goes, where is it going? He's typing in. It's going to Las Vegas. Of course it is. He goes, this is going to cost you about $300. <laughs> I go, why? He goes, I got to double box this. I got to wrap it all up. I go, no. Obviously, no. <laughs> so I said to Gene, I go, let's go to Staples. I'm going to get a box. Yeah. We'll get the the bubble wrap. I'll pack this in nicely. More money you're spending. Right. I'll pack this in nicely. I like really pack it because it was fragile item For and sure. heavy. It was heavy. Right. Like I said, cost me $25. Gene and I go home. We pack it all up. to Put a table around it. It is solid. I take it to the post office. I said, I ain't going to UPS clowns. Right. I take it to the post office. First of all, I made a huge mistake. First of all, I, I bring it in. I drop it on the counter. I go, first class, please. The guy goes, uh, first class is for 13 ounces or less. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> so, oh, by the way, I spent $40 on packaging. Yeah, I know. 40 Yeah, so you're already 65 in. 65 in. Yep. To give it back. Mm-hmm. I plop it up there on the on the scale. Guy goes, okay, imagine. we could send this regular. Will be sixty five dollars, <laughs> or expedited, or whatever eighty five dollars. Expedited, expedited. So I paid. So you did? You sent it? Yeah, I paid essentially one hundred twenty five dollars just to get your four fifty back it and give it back. But to get your four fifty yeah, back, though, to get too. my four fifty back, that sucks. Oh, it sucked so bad. But you know, it's. That's, again, that's where Amazon comes in because they would take it. So then here's the other thing. I, I, I don't even know why. I, I actually, when I saw it on Amazon, it was the same price. They had it on Amazon? Yeah, and it was the same price even with the shipping. So, like, the $25 this company was charging me, that price was added into the Amazon okay. version. So in my head, I was like, you know what? I'm going to help out I, I know, a local I company. Because it's a local business, like a small business. They just make these water filters. Yep. But had I bought it from Amazon, yep. I could have went right to Kohl's and just given no it to packaging them. here, take this. Yep. And a sheet of paper with the Yep. They scan it and I know. That's what sucks. It does suck. Like I don't want to I'll give you an example. Hurt small businesses, but so, Amazon makes it so simple. Here you go as a small business person. And I'm very small business person. You very small. You know also with the calendars on the website that I have, yeah. I have I got a couple of sweatshirts there. One I did a warm up show on that I like. I don't know if you will or not, but I like it. I think it's cool. And we've sold a few of them already. And I haven't even told anybody about it. There's also the coffee mugs, which I love. I love coffee mugs with sayings and I think Yeah, fun. I love a good coffee mug. You don't have to worry about a size for a coffee no, mug. What size I, am I? I do the 15 ounce one. I like the big coffee mug. It's all there. If you don't like a big coffee mug, it says 15 ounces. Don't buy it. You know what it is. Okay. So it's it's shipping and printing and shipping on demand. So I don't, once someone buys it, I just send it to the fulfillment company. They take care of it. They print it. They send it. Well, a couple of them, I probably sold not many, maybe 20 of them, something like that. A couple of them have arrived broken. So here's the problem. For the person to send it back to me, I either have to pay for it because I'm not going to ask them to send it right. back and pay for it. They just bought the mug. And let's remember this too. For each mug sale, I make like $5. Right. There's not much. Shipping is 10 bucks a mug, like $8 or something. Like I think it's eight eighty or something. So what do you do? As a small business, I just sent them a new one. I tell them to throw it out. Otherwise, 
for me to get the money back, I've got to pay to have it shipped back to me, and then i got to pay to ship it back to the company. I'm out $17 to get back $18. It's, it's too much. It's, you yeah. know what? I'll just send you no one. It's a pain, though, but Amazon will eat it because they can afford to, and they'll just either ship it back. You can ship it back. We'll pick it up. It's no problem. We got you. We make a big gazillion dollars. For the small business, that every dollar kind of matters. That sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Sucks. So I've decided, all right, I'm good with the coffee mugs. I know some are going to break. No more breakable things. That's it. Close only. I can't deal with these returns for shirts. All right, you buy the wrong. I'll deal with it. But the breakable stuff, out. No more. That's why I think like the best thing to sell, knit hats. Sure, but here's the thing with those two. There can be a pull. They can. There, there are true. reasons. Any type of clothing material can always have a have some sort of a flaw and imperfection. Yeah, I mean, they could have stitched the label on. Who knows? Much smaller of a chance than a mug breaking, of course. But anything can be returned. They might not like it when they get it. But I do agree. You minimize your your problems with clothing as opposed to breakable stuff. I do like when clothing on the label goes out or like there's a tag and it says imperfections in this clothing are expected and meant to be a unique about the item. (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen that. (laughs) Really? I've seen it on things that are like faded uh, type of like vintage wear. So you know what you're actually, this is what you bought. We didn't screw it up. Yeah, we didn't screw it up. And listen, your friend may get one. There might be more blue in his. There might be more, you know, it's part of the materials. I remember when my dad was running at the end, members only had kind of faded and the company he was running took over Perry Ellis. Remember them? They were huge back in the day. And, and Fubu, was that one too? Fubo? Fubu? Well, yeah. Uh, one's the TV thing. Fubo, I think. Fubo is, the, is TV. Fubu, Fubu, I think it was. Was Damon John's company. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Oh, I know that. He started that as a kid. So they started, they were, um, what do you call it? They were delivering and fulfilling and, you know, they were a, house, a warehouse housing company for Fubu, but they were running the Perry Ellis at that point. And I remember this is when I was going to flea markets selling like coats and stuff, which was great. I mean, especially in the winter, it was tremendous. I could go in there. And they had a room, and it was called the damage room. And all it was was hundreds of of, of uh, jackets, sweaters, sweatshirts, sweatpants. And the damages would be anything from a slice from a razor blade when the box was being cut open, which was useless, to a stitch out of place. And if when it would come in for inspection, if there was any damaged, move it along, move it along. And you're going to get the really good deals. My point is... Sometimes people open up a box and they'll see a couple of stitches out of place and send it back. Damage. Don't want it. Yeah. Like, just cut it off. It's fine. But you deal with all small businesses deal with all that crap. Yeah. You're right. Like the thing with clothing that's so hard about, like we even get uh, flag and anthem sends us stuff and they always send me a large. Some of the larges I put on are gigantic. And some fit perfectly. Some fit perfectly. Like, it yeah. depends on where the clothing is made, yeah. the type of clothing it is. The type of material for we that need piece. a standard size well, that only, all companies measure. The only way you do that is you find a company you like and make sure what you're buying is made of the same material so it's yeah. consistent. But you're right. From company to company, it's completely different. There are some, like, large shirts I have. Wash them once. I put it on. I feel like I'm an encased sausage. <laughs> it's so tight. I'm like, all right, can't wear this anymore. <laughs> Crap. Now I'm lucky because I have an 18 year old that's my height, but he's much thinner than me. So yes. there you go. 
<laughs> Brand new shirt for you. Yeah, yeah, I don't have anyone to give mine to, Jerry. I'm childless. Well, you make up bags for donations. I but yeah, I do bring uh, donations to the uh, men's uh, the men's club, the men's rescue mission in Asbury Park. That's nice of you. They take uh, all sorts of donations. Nice. They so take uh, water it. filtration systems. <laughs> they were about to get one. <laughs> hey, fellas. <laughs> you get. I would think that you might get, especially with a receipt, you might get a four hundred and fifty dollar credit on your taxes for that. Oh yeah, I should do that. Now, a percentage that. of that no, but some of that would come off your taxes. Right. You're right. I would think. Be surprised if not. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Well, just write it off. By the way, Boomer's computer where he was sitting has been running the Reggie Jackson three home run game. Full game. The full game. Yeah. I, I wonder if it'll be on when we come here tomorrow morning, like in, in twenty hours. Not that game, but more games will be running. Right, because they go YouTube right on. YouTube stop. Yeah, YouTube just, they want your views. They'll go on to the next game underneath it. You got that well, right. What's a similar game? They're running their ads. The company that's playing the game is making money. YouTube and Google are making money, and no one's watching it. If there's one baseball highlight, Jerry, in the history of baseball highlights yeah. that gets you every time you play it or see it, which one is it? Like we're, we're that talking about gets the, me in a what way? Well, just like you love to see it, hear it, with the visual. What you need the two visual things, though. Two things: George Bush throwing out the first pitch um, at Yankee Stadium when he was had all the armor on and everything. That was crazy. Um, and I would say, I'll give it to you this way: one thing I wish I would have been, if I could go back in time, I would like to be in the ballpark for. Um, and not because I was a fan. Clearly, at, at that age, I was different. Kirk Gibson's home run against the Mets, uh, against the um, against the A's. That or the Mets and Astros. That's what. How many innings was that when they were in Houston? I don't remember. That those few. If I could go back in time, I would love to be. Yeah, that Kirk Gibson one is what I was thinking of when yeah. I. And to me, I don't even know about being in the ballpark for that because the the Vin Scully storytelling of the him sure. him, him being in the dugout and in the tunnel and yeah. limping up and you're right, it's unbelievable. And he fouls off a bunch of pitches, yeah. right? It's, it wasn't. I like think a, just to see it would be yeah. unbelievable. But I mean, there's a lot of plays like that. You know, Bobby Thompson's home run. Um, to see Ruth like once. But yeah, Just I would once. say. Now, I'm, the more I think about it, now I'm wondering: Is it? I mean, some of them are so, Aaron Boone against the Red Sox. You know, the Piazza 9/11 home run. Yeah, off, you I know, mean, after it against after the Braves. It. Yep. There's a lot of them. I don't know. I now that I'm sitting there thinking about it, I'd have to actually make a list before I could narrow it down to one. The Gibson one, though, is what pops immediately. Even Bucky Dent, deep to left. Yeah, you know. Bucky F and Dent. I mean, there's a lot of good ones. The Piazza one, I think, would be cool to have been there, but also nerve-wracking Yes, because now you're just in a crowd of people and you don't know. I can tell you, Chris was Carlin. Yeah, I think Carlin or Melusas. I forget which one of them was Mike and Chris's producer that day. And I remember they Did were they nervous. they broadcast from there? They broadcast from the stadium that day. They During, were nervous. Wow. They were nervous going. And it was, you know, we're used to going through – Lots of security now, airports, games, anywhere, theater. It's 
become second nature to us. Back then, it was like, wow, are we entering a prison? And it was like they told you, you better arrive a couple of hours before the game because this is the first time we're doing this. And it was going to be tough to get through security. And they were there. They did their show from 1 to 6.30. They were there all day, and they saw everything. And I remember they were nervous about that. We also didn't know what could go undetected at that Correct. time. Like what did if another attack was coming? Yeah, you're right. It was that was scary. I was I was at the radio station that night, I believe. Yeah, with uh, with Joe. I remember that whole week with Joe was was creepy. Yeah, crazy. We were we were just there. We were simulcasting ten ten wins. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. For like the first. I mean, the first day, Spitz called me and told me, just stay home. Don't even try coming in. And then it was, come in, but we're running 10-10 wins. Don't know if we're running it all night. And we ran 10-10 wins for like, I want to say, what date? Was that a Tuesday? Does that sound I right? I think so, yeah. I want to say we ran wins the rest of the week. When I came in that Sunday night, we kind of, we went back on. Yeah. Even though it still wasn't sports talk. Um, I think we ran 10-10 wins the rest of the week. Yeah, crazy times. Oh, it was crazy times. Yep. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show now from right this morning, and then we'll be back here. Now, we thought we were coming in today to talk Yankees. We were not. We will be in tomorrow to talk Yankees on a Wednesday morning. See you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Argue about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Actually, you know what sucks, Zach, when there's supposed to be baseball and there's not? It is 5.02, what's up? It's Alan Jerry, we've got the warm-up show, we've got the Eddie Scazzeri, all that, and across from me, his name is Al Russell Dukes, what's up? Good morning, Jerry. I know it was very inconvenient for people that actually went to the stadium, but oh, I was sure. I, I was uh, sitting home on my couch wondering... You were good. <laughs> I was like, you know, I looked at the Yankee Twitter and it said uh, we will, the game's going to be delayed, but uh, check back here at 7 o'clock. We will have an update. Yeah. I looked 
at eight o'clock, they still had no update no kidding. on the Yankee Twitter. I I know. And I I mean, how inconvenient for me. I had to keep shutting off ninety day fiance to go to see if the game started. Yet. Oh my god, whatever so, were you going to do? Yeah. So I mean I do understand what people went through in waiting because I had to <laughs> be like Switch over from 90 Day Fiance. Did the game start yet? Check my Twitter. Nothing, nothing, and more nothing. I mean, I, I'm surprised. You know, sometimes, like, uh, you'll hear, like, a Guns N' Roses concert happened, and then, um, like, after two songs, Axel's voice was no good, and they had to cancel the show. Sure. And then people riot because they're... Fi- did people go peacefully from the I actually Stadium? think they did. I do. I'd I have mean, been so ticked. I, I People were ticked, and rightly so, from the standpoint of... If you, so if you were listening to Carton and Roberts. Which I was. And so was I. And you certainly heard uh, Evan giving you good assurances. I'm telling you right now, I'm looking through the windows here at the Hard Rock. It is a gorgeous night. Yeah, but Evan, that <laughs> it's happens a before beautiful the storm. Night. What storm? <laughs> what now? Now, now, now. In fairness, even G said yesterday he was thinking of going what was worried about the weather. I pulled up the AccuWeather hourly forecast. It looked like there might be a passing shower at 7 o'clock, and it then appeared to be good until at least 10, 1030. Right. What we got was three hours of nonstop rain. So I don't know what they were supposed to do because the forecast did not show a reason to cancel that game, and yet they needed to cancel the game. Yeah. Now, I did see, and I think this is accurate, I did see that I guess everyone that had a ticket, if you go back today, you're getting a $50 voucher, I think. Is that right? I think so. That would be a nice I, well, I, thing. I need to double check that. You better right, double check that. Right before we came in, I saw that on Twitter. And I and I know he said, oh, Twitter must be. No, no. But I saw from someone that I trust. If that's the case and you're going back today, I, that doesn't suck. I mean, that's. Aaron helps. Judge should give everyone a signed ball. Right oh, now, he should say, be signing 40,000 baseballs. I thought you were going to say a home run. And a home run. Yeah. He owes us a home run, as if we were a sick child in a hospital who needed a home run from a Yankee player. He well, owes us. You know, it could be the last game at Yankee Stadium in oh, a Yankee uniform. That's true. You never know. You never know. And now it's weird. We get a 4 o'clock game, so so TV misses out on primetime. Right? That's a big deal. It is a big deal. The TV world. Yeah, I mean, it is a big deal because this is a deciding game five, and you would like to have that coming on at uh, uh, 7.30, 8 o'clock, whatever. A deciding game five involving the Yankees. Well, for sure. Ooh, yeah. no, there's no question about it. Um, but you don't have that, and it kind of is what it is, unfortunately. It kind of sucks, but you do have Phillies Padres at 8 o'clock tonight. All right. I'm just saying. I'll take your word for it. That's the prime time game in San Diego. Yeah, it was just uh, it's weird because we th- we have on our phones radar, Jerry, and I could see the radar even before I walk my dog. I check radar because I don't want to get caught up in the rain, right? And I see I see the radar go across for sure. So were these showers not on radar? I think what wound up happening because we were we had cornhole last night, as you know, and I had some teams that asked to play early so they could get home to watch the Yankee game. I had other team, but Team Orlando, I felt bad for them. They forfeited because they got tickets to the game yesterday morning. They clearly didn't get to watch the game. Um, so there were a lot of guys were there. They were checking their phone for the updates. When are they starting? What's going on with the game? And there was one of the guys that were showing the radar. Like, the storm was supposed to move through, and it just kind of sat over the Bronx. So who knows? Because How many times have we said the weather guys don't know what the hell's going on? Yeah, because that was the other thing that kept coming up on Carton and Roberts. Craig was asking them, they, you know, some of the people that were worried that the game was getting rained out. He said, do you understand the concept of wind? It takes the storms away. Yeah. 
This one stopped, circled, and stayed overhead. And just stayed there. I can tell you, I mean, even where we are, I'm sure by you, I would think by you, it was literally three hours of a downpour. Like, just steady, hard rain. Yeah, you know, I uh, went to bed at, like... 6.30? No, like, uh, <laughs> 8, 8 o'clock, there was no rain yet. Really? Yeah. By me, by 7, it already started. Yeah, I had nothing. Jim. Yeah, no. I mean, listen, I woke boring. up to wet ground, so something went on. Yeah, no, it rained a lot. So I feel bad. You know what? If you went out there yesterday, I feel bad, because you were probably there from... The game was supposed to start at 7.05. You were probably there by 5.30, quarter to 6, and you didn't walk out of there until almost 9.40. And nothing happened in that time? And nothing. Now... Could be worse. You could have driven four and a half hours to go see a game and had the rain come and you had that. Not watch the game and have to turn around and drive back four hours. That sucks. Then again, it might have taken you four hours to get over the GW Bridge last night. I don't know. You're right. But it does suck though. I was looking forward to like today. You look at you know the sound and the stories today. This was a Yankees Cleveland day. And cause that Monday night football game, I God help people that watched it. When I got home, I turned it on for a little while. It's just terrible. Yeah. So this was supposed to be a fifth and deciding game day, and now it's not. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. When I woke up and I saw it didn't even, didn't even start it. Nope. So 4 o'clock today. And then on top of that, now if you get a classic Yankees playoff game, and this game doesn't end until 8 p.m., which is possible, very possible, by the time they get out of there, get to their charter, fly to Houston, they're going to be going to sleep at 4 o'clock in the morning. Right, because that series starts when? Tomorrow. Wednesday? Yeah. Oh, and Houston's been well rested. They've, they haven't played since uh. Saturday was that 18. and They played two games in one day, but they haven't played since Saturday. They've been getting massages, Jerry. They've been eating healthy foods. They've been exercising when they want to, listening to sweet music. Just Seven, fully relaxing. 7.30 tomorrow night is game one. In Houston. In Houston. Correct. No, that sucks for whoever goes out there. Now, you'd rather be tired and go out there and play than not, because if you're not, that means your season's over. But it does it does suck. Now, but they screwed up this. This was screwed up from the beginning when they played game one, decided, let's take a day off when it's 70 and sunny. Right, game two, so another stupid. time off. Yeah, I mean, really. And then, right, Friday got rained out? Yes. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. And then, uh, but now you get Nesta Cortez, Jerry. On Is three that days good rest. Or not good? Uh, well, good, not good. Buzz, no buzz. So, me and you have discussed this. You go back in the day when a much younger CC Sabathia was traded for by the Brewers who just abused him and threw him out there every two days. He, he excelled as, as best he could. I don't know how many times Nesta Cortez has thrown on three days rest. I'd have to see in terms of giving you length and a good performance. He was real good his first time out. It wasn't great, but he was real good. Well, going three days rest, I don't know. I really I don't know what to expect, but it did give the uh, day for the bullpen to rest, so that helped. But then it also gives Cleveland a chance to possibly well, throw Bieber? Here's the thing. I don't think he's going to, actually. I'm not sure. Right now they have a TBD. TBD. So fooling us. Cleveland, I would say, had the advantage going into last night from the standpoint of their bullpen hadn't like their guys like Clause, their their uh, their uh, closer and some of their relievers hadn't pitched. They were set to go. The Yankee guys like Clay Holmes, Wandy Peralta, you kind of this is good for them. But I don't know about Cortez. It'd be interesting if, if Cortez can give you five six innings tonight on three days rest, or if he looks like his arm's not a hundred percent. We'll see. We shall see. How much of this four o'clock? You yeah. into this? No, today? I'm not, yeah, a hundred percent. I'll watch the whole thing. I think the atmosphere is going to be electric to, this afternoon. It'll be a nice day, I think.
So it should be fun. Are we getting good weather? I thought we were. Don't tell me it's going to be bad tonight. Please don't tell me that. I, it's enough. Thunderstorms. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. I mean, I'm looking at the AccuWeather. What's the difference? They got it wrong yesterday. So I don't know. I'm looking. So 4 o'clock in the Bronx, I'm seeing sun, sun. I am seeing mostly sunny. With What do you think the chance of rain is? 12%. Zero. Zero percent right. chance of rain from 4 all the way until midnight. So you won't get a rain out today. No, and I'll tell you what, too. They should be happy that they're playing this game at 4 o'clock. It's the warmest part of the day. It's going to be 56 and sunny. If they would have played at 8 o'clock tonight, it would have been 50 with a real feel of 44. What about, the, what about the sun, though, Jerry? The shadows. The shadows. Yeah. The shadowy figures. Even uh, watching the whatever game they played the last afternoon game, it was hard to see when, when mm-hmm. the balls were hitting to the outfield, like where those big... Uh, it's tricky. To rock around, to rock around. That's right on time. It's, it's tricky. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Here we go. Yep, 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 yep. So, yeah, so that's going to be a problem, Jerry. And then Someone's you know going to lose be, balls in the air. And it'll be 72 both days in Houston. But they have a roof, right? But, right, temperature oh. controlled. Why don't, don't we do open this? the roof if it's 80 degrees outside? Why don't we have this? Have a dome ready today in case uh, it gets rained. Actually, I don't know. Is that retractable in Houston? I actually don't know that now. I think that. I know Safeco is or whatever the hell I think they call it's it retractable. In Seattle. It might be. I'm actually I don't remember. Or now. they open the sides. I like those stadiums where like the roof is is there, but they open the sides. Can you open the Some sides airflow. of the mini the the Viking Stadium? That I don't with know. all that glass is that open? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. Never. I mean, I was there, but I didn't go to the stadium. That was when we, we almost lost Eddie to hypothermia and death. Yes. Yeah. I remember when they first put that stadium up with the glass? All the birds kept slamming into it. There was a story in the Post yesterday about a um, an apartment building that's having that problem here in Manhattan. Just birds flying into it? Like every day they hear thuds and birds are flying in and dying. Oh. Seems sad. Uh, we used to have a cockatiel. And it uh, flew into the window and died? It didn't die, but it used to s- sometimes fly into the window. So you let it out of the cage? Yeah. He used to like to uh, sit on top of his cage or sit uh, on the... The thing that holds the curtains on the the windows. Okay, what do the you rod. It? The rod. He would sit on the rod, Jerry. Ever sit on your rod? As, uh, let me ask you this. Yes. Like in your room, did it poop around the house? Well, it would poop, and we would just clean it up. It wouldn't poop around. It would it, it, like it would, in the house. It would poop where it sat. So <laughs> if it sat up, oh, we never sat on the frying pan one night. <laughs> no, no, no. He wouldn't go in the kitchen. Right. But occasionally he would fly into the window, and then when the sun. <laughs> When the sun would hit it, you'd see the outline of a bird. <laughs> That's actually pretty yeah. funny. And one time he got a bloody beak. Really? Yeah. He you have to bring that to the vet? Uh, I don't think we did take him to the vet. But sometimes he would. we'd try to get him down from the curtain, and we'd, we'd put like a, a stick or something up there to get him to go on the stick, and he'd, he'd go like this. <laughs> get away from me. It's sad. It's like, I'm up here relaxing. <laughs> that was my bird that would be very amorous with himself when he would look in the mirror. Where the hell did you get that word from? Amorous? Yeah. He would look, He had a little mirror in his cage. It's a little vein. And his hair would slick, his his hair would slick back. And he'd, he'd get right up to it and go. <laughs> That's where that sound yeah. comes from. <laughs> he would just be like, really? Like, look at this. He's feeling himself. Guy. Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. All right. So anyway, that's the baseball story. It well, sucks if you were there. We feel bad for you if you were there. We hope you can go back today. 
And yeah. if you got to go to work, that sucks. They didn't call that game till 9.38 oh, I know. p.m. Well, what was weird, too, was, and again, I was in the gym last night, you know, with all these guys that were checking their phones constantly that wanted to get home to see it. The amount of misinformation that was out there. Like, there were people tweeting, hey, source saying, Yankee source saying this. And like, who are you? And there were some people that had, like, blue check marks. At one point, I had saw multiple people on Twitter say, first pitch 9.30. I'm like, wow, they're going to start this thing at 9. And that was around 9 o'clock. I'm like, all right, well, you know what? If it's going to be a clear night, eh, 9.30 is not the worst thing in the world. And then all of a sudden, get in the car, game postponed. Like, wow, that sucks. So, oh, well, I again, I don't know what you're supposed to do. I mean, I know Aaron Boone yesterday afternoon, and I was like, man, this guy's just just wants to go home, was talking about how rather than have rain delays, he'd rather just go home and come back tomorrow because the weather is good. Yes. Well, he was right. But again, if it doesn't rain, then what? You just wasted a night. So let, so play devil's advocate, right? All right. Let's say MLB took Aaron Boone's suggestion. When he said that, as you heard Evan say earlier. I'm telling you right now, I'm looking through the windows here at the Hard Rock. It is a gorgeous night. So at that point, I think that's when Aaron Boone was talking. It was in the, during the course of the afternoon. It was was a nice day by me, too. If MLB comes out and says, we're going to postpone tonight because the forecast doesn't look great. It doesn't look terrible, but it doesn't look great. And nothing happens. Then you play this game today, and I'm only saying it because it just happened not once, but it's happened twice now, and Cleveland was part of one of these 15-inning games. Let's say they cancel last night. It doesn't rain, or it's a passing five-minute shower. And then you get one of these games that starts at 4 o'clock today that goes 16 innings, goes six and a half hours, and ends at 10.30. And then you've got a dog-ass tired team tomorrow night in Houston that gets their doors blown off. MLB would be getting destroyed for that. Like they're getting destroyed now for last night. I don't know. You don't win. It's not easy. Yeah, it it just sucks for the people who went there. It does. That's all. There's no question about it. And I've been, as you know, this summer I was a part of it for the first time. It does suck. But... It's what it is. Especially so. they say, like, they don't refund parking. No. That's weird. Well, how are you going to do that? You give people their money back. We start the line. We want to <laughs> start the line right here. We want to be around this? the stadium. You give them a voucher to come back tonight. I guess you could do that. But the problem is the parking people aren't part of Major League Baseball. Yeah. They own the garage. So, I don't know. I guess you could have done that. But I, to me, that's a little too expensive. It's You're right. The whole thing stinks. So... Quick break. When we come back, we'll do something. I'm oh, not sure. I got sure fraudulent what. five, Jerry. Oh, in the proper I spot. About that. Tuesday right. at five twenty something. I can tell you a team that's not going to be on that list, Who? and it's this is not a spoiler. The Broncos. Oh, so we will do that next, and then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 525, good morning, good morning, good morning. I think the rain has cleared out. Going to have baseball this afternoon. You had football last night in Los Angeles, if that's what we're calling it these days. Anytime the Broncos are involved, I don't know what it is. They suck. 
Um, they did lose last night, and the Chargers did win. All good. That means that week six of the NFL is in the books. That means the picture of who stinks and who doesn't is becoming clearer and clearer and clearer. But what's not clear, although Eddie probably knows, is who this guy across from me likes watching, who this guy is going to cheer for every Sunday. And why would he do that? Because he's a front runner, because he's looking for winners. Back in the day, Mike Singletary, Mike Singletary said, I want winners. Well, the guy across from me loves nothing more but winners. So I present to you on this October 8th, October 18th, on this October 18th, 2022, the Al Dukes fraudulent list of five favorite teams. Take it away. Oh, thank you, Jerry, for the introduction. These are the five teams I'm currently rooting for. Sometimes I pick losers. You know, the Detroit Lions are on this list they're for a while. They're off the list. Yes, That's they, correct. Of course, they're off the list. Number one, Jerry, keeping it local, going with the New York Jets. You know I love me some New York Jets. I love uh, Jets defense. I love the ball drop Sala. I love the mother-loving uh, 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 Zach Wilson. I love this uh, Brees, uh, what's his name, Hall? Yep. He's terrific. I have no idea who the receivers are, so I'm not even going to mention them. <laughs> but I'm on board. New York Jets is, I'm going to say, Jerry, currently the number one team. Wow. I'm for I right thought now. we don't rank them. We don't. We normally don't rank them. You just said they're them, the number one team. But I'm giving them the number one seed right now. I have now. no problem with you putting the Jets on your list. Okay. You sort of like the Jets growing up. They're winning. It's the perfect team for you to root for. I, I will Richard take issue Todd. with one of your teams when you get there because they don't want you, quite frankly. Well, you don't even know who I'm uh, on my list. No, no, I do. Number two, Jerry. Getting harder and harder, but I'm uh, rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs still. Yeah. Eh. They didn't play a bad. Listen, they almost won the game. They the needed day. to beat Buffalo. They really would have been tops on my list. So you're letting them know that they're on notice. They're on notice. They're on the. They're still on the list. I don't know who they're playing this week, but do not screw it up. Because two losses in a row get you kicked right off this list. So let's go Jets, Chiefs, well, number but three. But you had the Lions on the list. They haven't won yet. Uh... They've won some games, no? They're, no. They're winless? Aren't the Lions winless? No, the Lions won some games. Okay. I think they won two games. The Lions won two games? I think so, Jerry. Really? You're thinking of like years Detroit's ago. one and four. One and four? Oh, they won one game. You they know, hung I on to my not, list. I don't a, remember them winning. For a long time. Who the hell did they beat? I don't remember. The Lions won a game? They did. Oh, they beat Washington. That's right. That terrible team. Number three on my list, Jerry. Even though they lost... They're still hanging on, Dallas Cowboys. That seems fair. They're hanging on because Dak Prescott's returning. Yeah. And I'm excusing this loss by Cooper Rush because it, it lays the foundation nicely without any controversy for Dak Prescott to come back. I agree. And that'll be a good thing. I actually think because of the way Cooper Rush played Sunday night, which wasn't horrendous, but it was not good. You've actually seen a lot of on social media. All right, let's go. This was fun. This was right. cute. Did his job. They won four games. Let's go now. Now we're ready to roll. Yep. Number four on my list, Jerry, is a team that hasn't been on this year, New England Patriots. Wow, you're jumping in the uh, Bailey Zappy pool. That's right, Jerry. I'm on the Bailey Zappy bandwagon, as wow. they say. Look at you. I'm already over this. I don't even remember who their other quarterback is. He's out. Mac Jones, don't want to hear from me ever again. Not interested. Sorry, don't get hurt in this league. Yeah. When you wuss out and leave games because you are, quote-unquote, injured, 
you lose out to guys like Bailey Zappi, who we never heard of before, who's got a cool name and a hot girlfriend. Bailey Zappi, Jerry. And finally, number five. This is, now, this is a tricky one. This is a tricky one. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you why. I'm going to give you my opinion for who I think you're going to go with. Okay. So I think the choices could be clearly the Bills. A choice. I'm not saying that's who you're picking, but the right. Bills, I could see a front runner wanting to jump into the Buffalo pool because people think they're going to win the Super Bowl. You've got the Bills. Right. Five and one. You've got the Vikings five and one. Interesting. The Packers are down. Vikings are up. I could see you riding with the Vikings. Or there's choice number three. And quite frankly, if I was a fan of this team, I would tell you to go F yourself and don't bother with my team for the way you've treated us over the last several years. And that would be the New York Giants, who are 5-1. and Right. And they are doing things. Okay. So I'm going to guess. Eddie, if you had a guess out of those, tell me this. Is it one of those three teams? Yes. Eddie, do you think he is taking the Giants, who don't want him on their side? Not yet. In no way he's taking the Vikings. I think he's taking the Giants. I think it's Bill. It's Jets. It's Chiefs. Right. It's Cowboys. It's Patriots. Giants. No, they don't want you. No, boo. No, no, boo. The Daniel Jones era is here. No, Brian Dayball no. has turned this no. franchise around. Saquon Barkley is Stop running. Stop it with the Al Dukes. Fraud. Fraud. <laughs> Saquon even came back. Fraud. Fraud. Like I said he would. With the, no, I'm saying, Jerry, he, his shoulder was hanging off him. It was reminiscent of when Emmett Smith rolled into the Meadowlands well, many years ago. <laughs> F off, you a-holes. And ran right over your Giants or right over, yeah, when Emmett Smith ran over the Giants, <laughs> Saquon is playing hurt. Oh, Love man. it. Jets, Chiefs, Cowboys, Patriots, Giants, the fraudulent five of the week. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. Well, you had the Giants on it last week, did you not? That I'm not sure about. Fraud! Your list? Fraud! I don't, you I don't, did. You I don't did. think so because mm. I was afraid to put them on the list today because I was t- put the Cowboys on the list. And you normally say I can't take the Cowboys and the Giants. Listen, with your the rules are out the window with this nonsense. Just scummy filth <laughs> that should go find a hole. Mm-hmm, right. Right. Mm-hmm, yeah. Eddie did one of those at 10 o'clock yesterday. I don't remember what the hell I said, but you were like, right. Right. <laughs> How about the Arizona Cardinals have not been on my list? Because they they, they're terrible. They were a big team of mine last they year. They Robbie Anderson yesterday. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. So that didn't last too long. No. They kick him off the off the field and uh, trade him. <laughs> See ya. Now, did he go to a better team? Would you say everybody's better than the, the Panthers. Panthers? Are awful. They don't have a quarterback right now. I would say yes because if you told me, so I would look at these two teams this way. If you told me that the Panthers were going to turn it around and be a legit team, I'd be like, yeah, I, okay, I guess. You told me the Cardinals went on a run. I okay, right, I mean, you can see that. And we have, and we saw it in the first nine or ten games last season. Like they can win games. I don't know what their problem is. I don't know if it's Kingsbury. I don't know if it's Kyler Murray. But something is not right with that franchise. Like, they're not good. Maybe they're doing the opposite this uh, season, Jerry. They're going on a poor run in the beginning, and they're going to go on a tear at the end and make the playoffs. And you might be very right about that. But if you think about the way their last, I think it was their last six games last year. All right. Brutal. Maybe even the last seven games. And then you told me they're going to play that crappy for the first seven or eight games. That's like a full season of crappy football. A full season of crap divided into two seasons. Yeah. So, I don't know. And I think 
You know, Kingsbury, I think they gave a lot of money to. They're just, they're a boring one. Aside from when Murray has a cool run here and there, they're just boring. I don't know. They just kind of, they're there. They exist. You hear that, Cardinals? You're boring. But now you got Robbie Anderson. Well, what Let's do you get think it, it is? Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't, I have no idea. I mean, if you go back to the, the game that uh, he played against the Cowboys last year, I want to say it was early November. I'm not, I don't remember the date, but I think it was early November. I'm like, man, this kid is going to tear up the NFL for years to come, and this team's going to be really tough to beat. They, I mean, it was almost like that was their Super Bowl, and they went right in the toilet from that point forward the rest of the year, and they haven't been good this year. So they beat the Cowboys in a game they you're talking about? They killed them last they year. They killed the Cowboys. I don't remember. Mm, I, I can probably find the score for you, um, but it was one of those games where you felt like the Cowboys, I don't say had no chance, but they couldn't contain him. It wasn't like that 85 Bears game where they beat the Cowboys 44 nothing, was it? Uh, no, was awesome. it was not like that. Here, I'll pull it right up. Well, it was closer. Than, I don't remember it being, you know, because that's not it. Okay, never mind. Trying to find, was it January 2nd? No, 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 no. I got to find this for All you. All right. By the um, way, when you look for while you look for that, I see Carson Wentz is going to miss four to six weeks. Yes, but Enter. he had surgery, right? Yeah. Finger surgery. Finger surgery. Enter Taylor Heineke. I love Taylor Heineke. I might have Washington on my list next week if they win. Yeah, I suppose. I, I don't know how that guy got got sent to the bench. Like, why did they go even go out and get Carson Wentz? Uh, Taylor Heineke's pretty good, pretty good for I, them. It's a good question. He was pretty good. He was all right. Well, he yeah, played I like well. Him. I mean, I, I wouldn't know. Really like him. So it was... Is that right? That was the score, boy. I thought it was better than that. So the Cardinals beat them twenty-five, twenty-two last year. I thought they, oh, I thought oh, they beat them more one. soundly than that. But whatever. Kyler Murray threw for two sixty-three, two touchdowns, and he ran for fifty yards. All right. I thought it was more than that, but whatever. I thought I actually thought they killed them. Is that, that right? I, yeah. But but by the way, I don't remember anything. I saw this. I don't know if you saw this uh, during or after the game Sunday night. Cowboys Eagles. What's that? But evidently. Uh, Nick Sirianni yelled, blank you to the Cowboys. Did are, you, we, are you okay? Did we cover this yesterday? We had this discussion. You what? and I. When? During the warm-up show. Eddie? I don't remember it. I yeah. will file find the audio for you. He said, F you? Yes. We had this discussion. And we if did? it wasn't you, then it was me and Jay. 100% we discussed this yesterday mm-hmm. because we talked about the scrum the scrum, right? And how maybe you know what? Maybe it was with G yesterday because I played the audio of Sirianni talking about what a heated rivalry it was. Yes, that I remember from. The and show. then I remember saying, "Yeah." And at one point, he takes a step on the field and he's screaming across, yeah, to either the Cowboy players and maybe it was G. Then he goes, "Yeah," and he was saying, "Bleep you!" Yeah, like, I don't it like was, that. It was heated. It was heated. Me, how about coaches be somewhat respectful? The players we've already lost out on. But this has been going on for years and no, years and I mean, years. There's just, just more camera angles now. You, like, mean, you think coaches have been cursing each you other? You don't think out? Mike Ditka was screaming across the sidelines back in the 80s? Curse words? Yes. Mike Ditka? Yeah. Yes. No way Tom Landry was doing that. Um, he was class. All class. Probably not. What about Bill Parcells? Yes. What Bill about, Parcells was nuts. What about Bill Belichick? Um, I Yeah, I could see it. Is that right? I could see it. Not. Yeah, I could see it. No, who I mean, didn't some do coaches it? are more reserved for sure. Don Shula didn't do such things. I don't know. No, he did. What? He, yeah, he had a mouth. They all no. do. And anybody right, that thinks many, they don't. 
You're right. We're covering too much now. That's it. I mean, because now there's a camera on everybody. And we have high-powered uh, microphones that pick well, up that everything. Too. Yeah. If you And I don't know. I would love to know how many cameras they had in NFL Stadium in 1980 for a random, whether Monday night game or whatever. Right now, the amount of cameras between the the things that are on the wire that zip across the field, you know, you've got cameras from all over the place. They have dedicated cameras probably for the coaches the entire night. The access is insane. That's true. So it's it is too different. Much. It's been going on for years and years and years. I bet you... No, you didn't play football, though. Yes, I did. You, I no. played touch football You did street. not play Pop Warner football. No, I was quarterback. Uh, even when I was like 10, the coaches we had were nuts. They're yelling so, at 10-year-olds. Right. I mean, <laughs> these are adults. It is what it is. We're going to take a break. It's 537. When we come back, we've got more. More football. Uh, Yankees, Guardians today, 4 o'clock. We've got Boomer and Geo, though, with an extended pregame show starting at 6 a.m. on the fan. Nice to have you with us, quarter to six. It is Alan Jerry taking to the top of the hour. We've got Boomer and Gio on a big Tuesday program. What do you do? Just rerun everything from yesterday when we talked about the Yankees? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to roll tape. Uh, just going to take the tape from yesterday's whoop. Yeah, whoop, whoop, Where Boomer needles them about uh, losing to the Astros anyway. So what's the point? Yeah, a very well-rested Astros team now yeah, at this point. Yeah, very well-rested. Yeah. Now, there was a football game last night, as you mentioned, and it was ugly. It was terrible. Nothing. The only thing worse than boring uh, primetime football, which we've been getting on Thursday nights, and Monday is, nights. is uh, when those games then go into overtime, which yeah. also has <clears throat> has been happening. Sure. This one went into overtime. 1916 Chargers beat the Broncos, who, with Russell Wilson, stink. Yeah. Uh, how about these numbers for the second half and overtime? This, oh, this is, is, a, this this is, is a horrible statistic from the second half and overtime. Yeah. The Broncos had a negative nine net passing yards yeah. for the entire second half in overtime because of four sacks. Well, and even there's the one clip that's gone viral, viral? as they say. Troy Aikman just ripping him for missing a wide-open receiver about you know eight to ten yards right in front of him as he holds the ball too long and gets sacked. I just Like he's... what happens to guys? Um, I think in a case... See, I'm not watching them enough to know, but my guess would be when you get hit time after time after time, you probably get gun shy. You're kind of looking, you know, you're probably checking off receivers too quickly. I don't You're not surveying. I don't know. I mean, you maybe don't you're just hit. expecting to get hit. You know, like I found it comical. Was it PTI? It might have been PTI where they were talking about, like, what's happened to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. And you know what the whole conversation's about? Receivers. The offensive line. The offensive line. And I, I don't know if it was Wilbon. I'm almost certain it was PTI because it, it was Wilbon for sure. Um, he said something like he's a, he's a Packer hater because he's a Bears fan. But something along the lines of, you know, if the quarterback doesn't have time to throw, what do you expect out of him? Yes. There you go. That's what we've been saying for years around here. Um, there is no answer unless you get better up front. It's not going to be better unless you're going to be able to, you know, run away from pressure and scramble and, you know, keep teams on their heels. It's It makes you look very average. How did the Giants beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl? They uh, knocked him on his ass. They beat him up. 
Same right. with the Jets in the playoffs to him. Yes. What did the Jets do this weekend? Beat him up. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really, we can sit here and crush the quarterbacks all we want, you know, but if, if you're watching the same thing most of us are and you see a quarterback running for his life, what do you want from him? So, and now it's happening to the great Rodgers, Tom Brady struggling in Tampa. Yeah, this is what happens. Tom Brady looks physically gaunt. He looks thin. I agree. His face. Yeah, yeah something going on there. Well, yeah. we know what's going on. His you think he's life is falling to his apart. Face? I don't think so. I think he's just um, all those, that crazy diet he's been on, then all the stress of this marriage. Well, that crazy diet. I think he just signed um, Deion, Deion Sanders' kid to a, a nil deal, as they say. Tom Brady did? Name, image, and likeness. Yeah, he's for Brady Brady brand. Or the TB12. But I don't think that, no, but I think he signed him to like the Brady brand. Brady brand. I don't think he signed him to the TB12 method. Yes. I saw that on uh, Sunday. Yeah. So he just looks like, he just looks gaunt, Jerry. Yeah, I know. Well, we said that, but we said that week one. He looks more gaunt than I do, facially. Like my face structure looks more pleasant than Tom Brady's right now. Um, you're probably not well because Brady's got the cheeks that are like, yeah, they're caved in. He's caved in. Uh, yeah. So he signed Shador Sanders to a NIL deal with Brady apparel. I see. So that's the Brady brand. Brady brand. Not the TB12 method. Oh, he's got multiple brands going on. But I gotta tell you though, this TB12 method, when you see him, I know he looks a little too thin. I don't, I don't disagree with you. But when you see him throwing the football still and you realize he's yelling at kids on the bench that he could be their father and still can play at a, at a very high level, sorry about that, it does work clearly because it's him him and Melissa Stark, the side-by-sides. 20 years have passed. They both look the same. That's true. They both look terrific, Think Jerry. Melissa Stark's doing the TB12 method? No. I don't either. Just works out, I guess, and eats right. Speaking of Brady, he did that uh, podcast thing he does with Jim, Jim Gray. Gray. And he said, quote, it's a bad day when there's more F-bombs than touchdowns. That was uh, against the Steelers. So he had a big line about uh, throwing the tablet last week. Yeah, he's got he's got killer lines. Now he's got the F-bomb line. And by the way, Todd Bowles did come out and say he denies that Tom Brady's given preferential treatment, as uh, was brought up on the show yesterday. He says guys miss meetings and practice for different reasons, but nobody cares unless it's Tom Brady. Same exact line he said in August. That's just true. Same exact line. Do you think Tom Brady's getting preferential treatment? Jerry yes, Rekha? of course he is. He's 45 think... and he's got family issues. Yes. And do... he just won a Super Bowl for them. Jerry, do you think yes. Tom Brady missing things is affecting his play? No, because Tom really? Brady looks fine. Tom Brady is not the problem. I, again, I'll go back to the Packer game. If they don't, the receivers don't fumble the ball away twice and have about six drop passes, the Bucks win that game. No, I think Tom Brady, when I watch him, he looks every bit the same quarterback he was five years ago. But do they have dropped passes because they're not working together during the week? Catch the ball. It's your job. Oh, okay. No. I, no, I don't buy that. Absolutely not. Let me ask you that. How about this? When a backup quarterback goes in. Zappy. Are we dropping balls because you're no. not working together? No, that's when you step your game up. When you Cooper Rush took over. He gets no reps with the first team, and he goes in there, and they're catching balls. So, no, that doesn't hold up. I'm sorry. That, I know what you're saying to me. That's that's, that's an excuse. Fair. That's not. Your job is to catch, go catch. Catch, don't catch. Catch, no catch. Catch, no catch. Now, Aaron Rodgers 
and speaking about trying to get a little bit of help, he says that if there's a trade opportunity available for wide receivers, that he expects the Packers to be in the mix. He also has said for the last 10 years he expects the Packers to draft a wide receiver. Yeah. Oh, right. And they keep How's that gone? <laughs> they, they said draft- they drafted um, a quarterback. Love. Right. <laughs> exactly. Can he play wide receiver? <laughs> can we get our backup quarterbacks as wide receivers? Yeah, he can say what he wants. doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. You think- For real, I mean, they traded Devontae Adams. They don't. They haven't gone first round on a wide receiver since they drafted him. What about Odell Beckham Jr.? I suppose it's possible. I mean, Beckham, it sounds like, is going to go to wherever he gets paid. When is he going to be ready to play, though? It seems like he's, I feel like he's waiting just to pick a team that's definitely going to go to the playoffs. Then he'll pick a team then. I don't well, know if there's a He's like you. Right. He's, he's a fraud. fraud. He's he's waiting well, yeah. to see some consistently some consistency in my fraudulent five and go, those that's a team I'm going to. And I, by the way, I don't think that that's a terrible idea, but my question is again, when will he be medically cleared to play? He oh. suffered the injury the first week of February in the Super Bowl. So now we're in October. That's what, seven months? No, it's eight months away, something like that. Is he ready to play? I don't know. But the Rams offered him, made him a couple of offers. They were low. I guess if the Packers went, I don't know what their salary cap situation is, but he's probably pretending not be ready to go because he doesn't trust any of these teams yet. You can't trust the Bucks. You can't trust the Packers. Oh, if I was him, I would I would go to a place like Green Bay or Tampa because of the quarterback. You got to think you're gonna have it, even if the they're having trouble protecting the quarterback. You got to think that you can help in that way. Then guess what I would do? Double cover Odell. Uh, you can certainly do that too. Triple cover, but then you go to Lazard. And he burns you. What about this, Jerry? I like him. Quadruple cover. All right. Well, there's only 11 guys on the field, so let's relax. Quick break. When we come back, we will wrap things up and get you to a Tuesday edition of Boomer in Geo. Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute, Amy Lawrence, whoever wrote this, told me it's about Monday night football and the Broncos suck. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. A minute to go. We've got uh, Boomer and Gio coming up at 6. Yankees, Guardians postponed 4.05 this afternoon. And another snooze festival football game last night where the Chargers did beat the Broncos in overtime. Jerry, with this surprise afternoon game, I think you're going to see some empty seats today. I uh, know you won't. What? I thought, that last, I thought that last week and we didn't have empty Is seats. Is that right? No, there will not be empty seats. This is game five. Will the dude from Metallica be behind home plate? The old, uh, you old tell guy? me. I, Bur- uh, I forget his name. You said Bernstein. he's a huge uh, He's a huge Yankee fan. Yeah, this is game five. People were yelling at me. They're like, he's back there all the time. Okay. No, he's not. Well, but maybe not. he's there at a lot of games, Eating but not sushi. in camera shot. Right. That could be too. Well, those are his seats, supposedly. But oh. maybe he must be a big sushi guy. So he's hiding. He's hiding, eating sushi, eating candy. I'm going to say we see him wall. tonight. Or this afternoon. It's game five. You have to be there. He's got to be there, Jerry, with his white hair. If you had any sports fandom in your blood, you would actually want to be there. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.